It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's Ears Up Podcast. Here we go. We're recording for November, in November, and I feel pretty good about that. With me uh, is Beverly, of course. Hello. Uh, Taryn is not here right now, but she'll be right back. And then, uh, welcome back to Terrence. Hi. We missed you on the last show, bud. Yeah, I know. I was in the chat the whole time, but, uh, you know, that whole responsibilities and kids thing. You know how that goes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's why we just hire a babysitter. I don't I've never really? actually seen my child. You have a you have a kid? I think that's what I've been told. Okay. I don't I just write the check, dude. I don't I know. I understand. Yeah. Um, you're a modern dad. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't know. Man, I was on the phone with uh with the uh the bank today <clears throat> because uh excuse excuse me, God a little hot sauce hit the old back it's of the throat, the, dude. Yeah. I'll the- cut it out though, we're about it. Do you ever do that? What I do. do. Okay. Sometimes. Okay. Not really. Um, so I was on the phone with the bank today, and uh, <clears throat> I had to feed my kid. So I'm sitting there, and I'm on the phone with the bank, on speakerphone, I'm on hold, like I'm feeding Alice. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking to this dude, and she she's like starting to blow bubbles and just mess with her food. So she, she starts doing one of these... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro, for like five minutes. Nice. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, man. I'm I'm feeding my kids. Like, oh man, don't worry about it. It's fine. And then uh, he transferred me to this this gal, and she starts doing the same thing. <laughs> oh, I you're saying the gal started doing the same thing. Yeah. I'm like, what's wrong yeah. with her? She's like playing back for <laughs> Uh It was really weird, but I was like, this is what you got to do. I don't exactly. know. I'm working from home. I got this is the only time I have literally to call you. So right. reverse my overdraft fees. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe that's still a thing. I know. Overdraft fees, like, dude, I'm giving you my business of all the, the myriad bank that are that are, are available for me to, to Patreonize. Patron, pa- Patrosness. To, pa- to uh, Patron. <clears throat> Thank you. To drink Patron at? <laughs> yes, exactly. In the parking lot yeah. of? Uh, <laughs> you're going to charge me overdraft fees, dude? Come on. Right. I feel you, dude. But, um, you know, well, it is what it is. Anyway, thank you very much for joining us, everybody. Before we uh, get into the show topic and all the kind of stuff we do, I want to welcome back GetAwayToday.com as a sponsor of this show. This episode is sponsored by GetAwayToday.com, Disney's top wholesale partner. They will help you plan your Disneyland vacation with the best tips and secrets, all while making it affordable with their discounted tickets, reduced hotel rates, and layaway plan. Get over to GetAwayToday.com slash ears up. You'll save an extra 10 bucks in your SoCal vacation package if you tell them Ears Up sent you. Uh, they do a lot of offers. They had a big thing for Black Friday, and it, I, I wish I would have seen the thing before we recorded. Yeah. Um, but uh, sign up for their email newsletters. Yeah. Because you, you actually do save a lot of money. Yeah. And they're super nice. Like, super nice. People. I ran into them um, on my last trip. No, I you didn't. In, really? Yeah, I ran into uh, Lexi. Uh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. There was like a convention of Getaway Today people. And like I was like, there's four more people with Getaway Today, Lanyard, and there's another. And they have on, Lanyard, on shirts. Don't I'm, like, they know about Coveers? I was like, what's Would've going been so on? so much better. Right. So I was like, what's going on? And so I just happened to stop like a, a gaggle of them by a Big Thunder Mountain. I'm a like, gaggle. Not a murder. No, okay. a gaggle. <laughs> a gaggle. Right. So I'm like, so 
what's going on? Like, what's going on with all the getaway today stuff? They go, oh, you know, we ha- we're having our team event here. And I said, <laughs> we're just very passive aggressive. We want everyone to leave right now, right, today. Right. Get away. Get away today. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, well, I know. I just want to thank you guys. You know, I'm um, part of uh, Ears Up. She goes, oh, my gosh, I'm Lexi. I'm like, I'm Terrence. She's like, oh, my gosh, you're Terrence. I'm like, yeah, I know. I just said that. But um, no, it was it was really, they're super nice. Like, awesome. extremely friendly, good people. Please uh, patron them. Yes, please. Patron in their parking lot. Please do. How is it the Terrence? always runs into people you know why because i talk to people this is true this is this okay is that's correct. you're not wrong yeah. okay but like i okay i don't try but <clears throat> i'd like to think that i can communicate with another human being but and that yeah. and all, but i mean other like you talk to people in with churro you see people with churro shirts i actively look for people with church i've never seen another person homie. in the parks wearing a churro shirt homie so i'm never so i'm with uh i was with Brittany and uh maddie Brittany from, you know, we interviewed her, the college program. Uh-huh, right, right, um, right. And then her friend Maddie. And so we're we're walking in DCA to go get a drink from the holiday, uh, Festival of Holiday, one of their things. I think mm-hmm. we got some uh, sangria or something. Or no, we, um, whatever we got. $12 sangria. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're walking that way, and there's someone walking towards us with a churro shirt on, and Brittany goes, hey, nice shirt. And he goes, thanks. And I, was, I looked at her, and I was like, he don't know who we are. There's no way he he got one of those knockoff China brand. He didn't get the authentic, real deal one like what we got. So yeah. So even if you see someone with the churro shirt on, a churro shirt, a, a churro shirt doesn't matter. I wonder it doesn't matter because it's on our Etsy page. So I wonder how many people who purchase the churro shirts actually know about the podcast. I don't. I don't. I don't I, I, what twenty five percent, maybe forty five percent. I don't think it's that many. Right. You send much. the shirts, right? They don't no, come from Etsy land. No, not anymore. So I got <clears throat> because the uh, it was costing me. God, what was the last invoice? Seven hundred fifty bucks to print up the large, uh, medium, large, extra large shirts. Right. Three colors. Have them in stock. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of dough. I still have some, and I haven't ordered them in a year and a half. Right. Wow. So, so I found a, a place online that will ship them for me. Will print them and ship them that. for me, um, which is great because not only does it open it up for different colors, but different sizes and juniors and women's and all yeah. the stuff that I would. I've always wanted to have more women's shirts in, but I, I, I would cost me four grand to have everything in stock that I that I want. That's a lot of surplus of inventory. Too, you don't want too that. much. You don't want that. Yeah. Especially with being a small business, mm-hmm. and I don't have the room for all that, right. but I want to be able to offer it because people keep asking for it. I'm right. like, okay, so I had to partner with a with another company, but they're great, and and they they ship the shirts out and they're print on demand, uh, so it takes maybe a, a, a couple days longer. But yeah, so I don't I don't touch them anymore, which is nice. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, we don't make as much, nearly as much, but I'm I'm okay with it. I kind of don't care. Less work. It's less work, and it's it's a cool logo. I just want everyone to be wearing churro shirts. I don't, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, I wonder. Just very curious, how many people know about the the show? Well, probably not many. Probably not many. Uh, today, uh, speaking of shows, we're going to be talking about the Destination D recap, which was a, a, a what is that, Terrence? An event that they held uh, to kind of just yeah. you know, pat themselves on the back. Yeah, I think it went along with I'm like kidding. the whole D twenty three thing. And, yeah. Uh, so, so basically, just announcing a bunch of stuff that's coming up in Disneyland and Disney World and the mm-hmm. parks, just kind of in general. A little mm-hmm. more detail in Star Wars Land, which, by the way, in doing research for the show. I'm so glad and happy and excited that everybody everywhere is referencing Disney as uh, Star Wars Land 
Yeah. Not Guardians of the Galaxy's Edge or whatever it is. <laughs> Something like that, right? What, what is it? Star Wars Galaxy Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Very easy to say. Uh, Star Wars Land. Everywhere. That's what it is. It's so good. I love it so much. The only place that ever says Galaxy's Edge is the it's Disney, Disney blog. Yeah, that's it. Um, anyway, so uh, we'll be talking a little bit about that as well. Um, Terrence, I believe you have a movie review. I do. Let me make a note of that because I kind of forgot. Movie review. Guess who doesn't have a window? Beverly. Beverly. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and then tonight, if you are a Patreon supporter, you can go to our Patreon page right now. Actually, you can just become one for five bucks. And uh, we're going to be doing a secret show. Mm-hmm. And that link is already in there for you Patreon folks. I'm proud of you. Hopefully, we'll be starting around 930. I know this doesn't mean anything to podcasters. I'm but proud of you. Thanks, man. I appreciate that very much. Uh, but we have a good show. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about it. You can find us on social media, of course, Facebook, all the things. Any feedback goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. Any show suggestions or guest suggestions, Terrence? Please. My email is dry. (laughs) Please send us ideas. Please send me something. Please let me know that you still love us. Please. Yes. Thank you. Uh, You can say hi Hi. to Beth. Hi. I'm trying to change it up, man. Yeah. Keeping it fresh. Sounds like you're going to try to sell me a dime bag or a car. I don't know. And you can send anything else to me, Jason, ears up, hyphenpodcast.com. As Terrence mentioned, yeah, man, we're looking for interviews. We're looking for su- suggestions. I mean, this is show number 126. Wow. That's insane. With everybody here having families and full-time jobs. It's, it's, yeah. it's really it's hard to come up with stuff. So we have, uh, we have a lot of... Um, different uh ideas and stuff like that to move the show forward and and and, you know whatever but i want to know what you guys want to hear um speaking of upcoming shows we have a really good guest coming up for our december one of our december shows (laughs) i just thought about his name (laughs) okay uh the great garner holt will be on with us ears up podcast and if you don't know who garner holt is uh that's fine but he's like the the dude when it comes to animatronics. Yes. Um, you can go to, actually, you just go to GarnerHolt.com and go to the Portfolio Gallery, and there's just, here's just images of every, uh, probably not every, but a, a lot of examples of the animatronics that he's done, um, all sorts of stuff. You're going to recognize a ton of Disney um, yeah. items in there. Um, he did the animatronics, apparently, it looks like, for Harry and the Hendersons. Nice. Because he's right there. Um so here, I was looking at, uh, here's like a, a slideshow, and I'll just read you off the, the characters that he's definitely done for, for Disney, at least. Um, he's done uh, Sebastian in the Little Mermaid ride. Okay. His company did those animatronics. Uh, some of the Small World uh, dolls, uh, Alice in Wonderland is right there. Jack mm-hmm. Skellington, the big Jack Skellington in yeah. the Nightmare on Christmas, Nightmare, Nightmare Before Christmas overlay. Um, when you're coming, when you're coming down the when thing, when you're coming backwards, yeah, he's in the Santa suit. Awesome, <clears throat> that's Garner Holt right there. Uh, f- he did uh, figures for Monsters Inc. Uh, yeah. That one's blank. He did the dragon apparently for uh, Fantasmic. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. It's it's crazy. Just just have a poke around there. He does a lot of stuff for Universal. Um, if you remember, a few I was like a year ago, maybe I think um, we were talking about the realistic uh, Lincoln mm-hmm. head. That's Garner Holt. Yeah. Where like the eyes roll back in the head, like it's a whole thing. Um, Chuck E. Cheese. There's here's an army of Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, figures. That's pretty cool. Uh, anyway, so uh, I'm really excited to talk to Garner about. 
I don't even I don't even know what we just kind of got confirmation tonight. So uh, I'm going to do a lot of research on on what he's done. And uh, <clears throat> I mean, he's he, as much as Disney was a game changer for yeah. for animation. I think he was a game changer for theme parks and for animatronics. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we'll he's a legend. Talking to Garner about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm more more than excited. Then we have some Disney news. Uh, but here, let me get through all the stuff we have to do. If you want to support the show, you can go to getcovers.com. You go to patreon.com slash ears up, become a Patreon supporter. Uh, but more importantly, tell your friends about us. Uh, if you're in any one of those Facebook groups or forums or whatever, make sure that they know you listen to Ears Up Podcast and uh, ask them to do it too because spreading the word is how we survive here. If you do any kind of internet shopping moving into the Christmas season, you can use our Amazon link. It's on the homepage there and click on that and it helps us out a lot for sure. Uh, don't forget, we do have Heather on uh, blog posts, writing some blog posts, our food correspondent. You know, Heather's doing a great job. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I think, I want to think she'll be getting down before the end of the year, but I don't know that to be true. Um, but uh, I wish you would, because there's a lot of cool stuff going on okay. food wise. Um, and then a few things we didn't cover from last show. And I wish Taryn was here to talk about it, but she's dealing with Alice. Some sleep regression thing. I don't know what's going on. Um, <clears throat> there are a few things, Terrence, coming back to downtown Disney. Okay. Because if you recall, the hotel was coming. Disney kicked a bunch of people out. Earl of Sandwich reopened pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. And they're in the it's same place. Back. They're in the same place. And to me, they're busier than they've ever been. I know. It's crazy. I know. Um, <clears throat> ESPN Zone's coming back. No. But not as ESPN Zone. Okay, thank it's you. It's something else. It's not going to be called ESPN Zone, but it's the same format. Same thing. Arcade up top. You know, I was going to say... It's coming back. Is it still going to be a sports bar? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just put those new TVs out there that only have like... That are like seven pixels instead of two. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> which are still running, which is kind of... Like, yeah. who, who who's in control of those? I don't know. Someone they unlock lost, the door, go in and turn it off? <laughs> uh, which I thought was, was pretty cool. Um, but the heads don't move. Although they only kind of work. No, that's on yeah. the wall there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm excited about that. It's good for something to come back. Rainforest Cafe is coming back. I figured that would. I'm yeah. yeah. As the Rainforest Cafe. As the Rainforest Cafe. Nobody likes the Rainforest. <laughs> a lot of people. A lot of people do love the Rainforest well, Cafe. The food's terrible. Yeah, it is. But, but it's a place to go. It's, it's a, just place a place to, to, go. to go. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, we you know heard uh, some people. Apparently, a lot of the chefs in downtown Disney kind of. <laughs> nice alarm, Beverly. Uh, they, you know, it's kind of the restaurant. It was Taryn, by the way. You no, know, the restaurant industry is kind of incestuous anyway. So right. everyone shares jobs, and apparently, right. everyone who got who worked at the Rainforest Cafe, who still works in downtown Disney, got emails like last month saying like we're opening. I think January, but I don't know. I know. I, so anyway, I wonder. No one's reporting on that. We t- I, tw- I tweeted it as soon as I heard about it, but that was like a couple weeks it's ago. So weird. Well, here's my question. Is Run Disney coming back? Now I would that they're ass- not building that hotel. I would assume so. I would assume so, too, I and I can't so. wait for it. I know. I think it would be great if it did. <laughs> you can't wait yeah, for it? Yeah. We could do. I just did a 5K on Thanksgiving. We can do another Where? one. With what? The turkey trot in Hercules. W- with what? With my legs? <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, like, w- w- you know, some church group? No, just my next door neighbor, uh, Sunshine and Andrea. They, um, they said that they wanted to. I've never seen that show. Like an ABC buddy it thing. came on right after uh, two guys and a girl <laughs> in a pizza place. But so Sunshine and Andrea, you know, they're both runners, and they're like, "Hey, you know, four preteens and a box of crayons <laughs> coming up next on Fox." 
But no, they wanted they wanted to do it, and so she she bought my entry in like June and said, "Okay, we're doing it." So we did it. And it was fun. Yeah, uh, but imagine at, we should do a Disney one before. We should make I've sure that one. everyone who is on oh. the show goes and does a Disney run if with we, us. If we do a Disney run for the show, I will buy the intro. I shouldn't say that because we're because we have no money. Broke. But yeah. uh, I would encourage everyone to go. Give the fair. You can encourage away. No, nah, I think we should make it mandatory. I think it'd be fun. Oh, and if you don't, you get canned. You get fired. That's from the not show. Much of a threat for her. I don't know. Would you be okay with that? <laughs> rude it was fun though i enjoyed it no it looked fun i, I like the one okay. that we did it was cool we I didn't tried. run the consistently we you know we run it we run it and then we stopped it and then you stopped it yeah i think that i i don't like running clearly mm-hmm. but i just have like a lot of like runner shame because i remember talking about runner years shame. ago i was gonna do a 5k and i remember talking about it at work and being like yeah i'm gonna and i don't run Ever, right. and I was like, "Yeah, I gotta, I gotta train. You know, I gotta train up a little bit for this 5K." And one of the doctors I worked with was like, "You don't train for a 5K. Like, who does that?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, yeah, you do." Well, now I'm not doing it ever. You dirty, jerk. dirty jerk. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, I had to train. Taryn and I yeah, trained because we don't run. I don't. I don't run. You need to build up your wind. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. I got winded walking to my car today. <laughs> Well, granted, it was up like a 85 degree slope from your house up to the car, but it sure. is what it is. Yeah, I don't know. I would do it again. I hope they bring it back. I yeah. I, I don't see why they wouldn't. Well, it's a money. It's a huge money anymore. maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah you don't need true. a pass to do the run. That's also true. You can go to Knott's Berry Farm. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, also, we went into the World of Disney, that big you know store they have there, and it, it's redone. It's revamped, Beautiful. and I. Really, you like it? I, like I hate it. it. I hate it also. I it. Hated it. Yeah, and we never talked about that. It looks like a mall. It looks like just a mall. Like I don't know, it's more space. There's a lot of t-shirt displays. Like, yeah, but they I thought look that like they had like less cool stuff though. They have less cool stuff. More t-shirts. Not all of them were great, and they kind of just look like a Target like situation. It just That's I don't true. know. It was kind of blah. I thought the other That's one true. had a lot of personality. I don't know. That's it. That's all I want to talk about. But we didn't talk about it on the last show. Oh, okay. Hmm. Uh, all right, Terrence. <clears throat> what's your movie review on, homie? It's Let's on go. Cinderella. Cinderfella. So, um, for those of you who don't know what Cinderella is, Cinderella was a movie. Uh, it came out about a dozen years um, after Bambi. So, there was kind of a lull where there weren't any major movies coming out. Um, in my opinion, this is the best of the classic movies. So really? if you look from like Snow White to all the way up until like the Lion King, Lion King, Little Mermaid area okay. uh, era, yeah. I think this is the best of those classic movies. Really? Yes. Cinderella is um, the best classic Disney movie. In my opinion, yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I think that the story is great. So the story is basically um, there is uh, Cinderella uh, Tremaine because her dad was Lord Tremaine and her mother was... You know, was Lady Tremaine. Uh, Cinderella Tremaine uh, was the only kid of a um, a lord. Uh, he married a uh, a lady who had kids around Cinderella's age. Um, shortly thereafter, they don't say exactly how, but uh, Cinderella's father dies, uh, and basically the the her stepmother is jealous of her, of her charm, of her beauty, and uh, makes her a maid to the family for the foreseeable future basically and the house becomes shabby um 
then because she's a terrible maid because she's a terrible maid because she's a horrible maid right um, and the movie basically is about um, Cinderella overcoming um, the um, the adversity that she's facing she's living in what should be her house but yet she's treated as a servant within her own house okay. um, she is um, you know she befriends um, some animals some mice and birds and things of that nature and they kind of act as secondary characters in the story as well. She is invited to, um, along with all of the eligible maids, as it says, she's invited to uh, the king's the king's castle to throw a party for the returning prince. The king is actually very distraught that the prince has not given him any grandchildren yet, and the prince is probably all of 20, but it is what it is the time. <laughs> yeah, he'll be dead by 40. Right, exactly. Imagine being a prince, and you're gonna, you're, you hear that there's a party being thrown for you. Right. Grandest in all the kingdom or whatever. Right. And all the maids have been invited. Yeah. And you're like, oh, cool, dear, thanks. Oh, not, okay, so not, not maids as in what we think about maids today. Just eligible women. Eligible young Ma- women. I believe it's maidens. Right, but the way that they said it in the movie was maids. All okay. the eligible maids. My turn. Uh, really? So, so um, Cinderella is constru- has to constru- uh, construct a dress after she's done with all of the chores her sisters see that that the mice friends have stolen some of the things that they've discarded that they didn't want anymore and and um, adorned the dress with them they're jealous rip the dress apart cinderella can't go to the the ball it's like that scene in the dark crystal i've never i've never seen that movie me either. Me either. Thank oh you. God. I was like, are you guys just going to leave me hanging like that? Okay. Wow. All right. All right. So anyway, so. You think you know a group of people. <laughs> a gang, if you will. A gang. Gaggle. <laughs> Gaggle. A murder. All right. So basically, she's a, she, her um, fairy godmother comes in. Um, and this is a part of the movie I don't understand. So she makes the mice into horses and makes the horse into a stagehand. I'm like, why didn't she just leave the horse the way it was? But anyway. You don't want to leave the horse, feel, like, make the horse feel bad or leave the horse out at all. The horse sure. gets a transformation, too. Okay. Well, I'm just saying. Not into, like, a bigger horse. I'm just saying, a horse is a horse. So yeah, of course. Horse goes to the, the party and her, and her glass slippers. She falls in love with the prince prince falls in love with her hold on i know this isn't what we're talking about but glass slipper but have you ever seen three right. men and a baby like where did that <laughs> come from like so it was it was changed um i'll talk about it a little bit it was oh. changed from the earlier concepts of because uh, this is from i think the first time a story like this was told was like the seventh century bc so okay. it was it's a really really old story and of course adaptations have changed things because at one point it was supposed to be some kind of like almost like a furry animal clog kind of a weird thing right could you imagine that like her, ug. her ug came off <laughs> oh she spilled her pumpkin spice imagine right. exactly. how much faster she would run if she was able to just have uggs on instead of glass hella, shoes hella basic <laughs> but I mean would you imagine her and then her long dress and these furry little things like nah I'm good homie I'm good <laughs> kinda right so anyway so she was obviously wearing leggings oh my god. <laughs> Are those shoes or are those your feet? I don't know. Let's and actually, in the original version, she didn't leave a shoe. She she left her Starbucks. Her <laughs> Starbucks card. <laughs> Who's is her name on the side? Whose pumpkin spice latte is this? Mine. <laughs> Every hand in the kingdom goes up. Right. So basically, um, oh my God, have you had it this year? <laughs> Go ahead. Gosh. So bas- okay. basically, the rest of the the rest of the movie is uh, the the prince's men trying to figure out where she is, who she is. She gets locked into the castle, uh, locked into her tower. The mice break her out. Prince finds out it's her. And then Yo, blah, what blah, her blah, name blah. is. So, so that's the movie. Now, for me, like I said, I think this is probably the best of the classics. Um, okay. I think that she has the best voice. 
Um, if you look at the movie, they there was a shift in animation, in my opinion, for what and what happened to the movie. So if you look at okay. Snow White and Bambi, everything's just kind of bland. Not only the characters themselves, but um, all the features and the background, everything was kind of bland. Like even watching this came first, right? This came after. This oh. came a decade after. Bambi. Oh, oh, okay. So um, looking at, um, I mean, just not as vibrant or kind of not like as, all not sort as, of not approaching as, the same midtone, kind not, of not as okay. detailed. Really? Not as detailed. Okay. Right. So, um, and I rewatched Snow White this week just to make sure I was right about this. And it is like even when she's running through the forest, you can kind of tell what the trees are, but it's not extremely detailed. And with yeah. this movie, everything got really detailed. You could tell that the house was in shambles from the way that they animated everything in the background as well. Um, when she um, is distraught and runs out, like everything in in this the night scene looks really like is cavernous it looks really really good and really detailed i enjoyed that i i think that i have for some of the older movies i've said that the older movies hold up but it's a lot to do with nostalgia yeah right. um i think that disney and pixar is kind of um they've 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 kind of spoiled us so the graphics are going to be really good in the Disney Pixar movies that come out. Um, and a lot of times that overshadows a terrible story. Like everyone thinks that Cars 3 was fantastic, and I don't think it was. I think that I didn't it, even know there was a Cars 3. Yeah, it was a car. So I, I don't think it was that great. I think the graphics were great. But you don't have to tell a good, as good of a story if you have something that's good visually. But with these older movies, they needed visuals and they needed, so they needed to balance what was saying, what was said in, uh, the dialogue versus what was sung versus what you see visually. Um, and I think this movie did a great, great job of that. Okay, so this is the other thing. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Compose yourself. This movie is, for some reason, the movie that um, is pointed at when it says that this is what's wrong with Disney princess movies. Right, yes, it's yes, it's the, the, the one most often cited for Don't Be Like Cinderella. Okay. Just waiting for a man to come and rescue you. Now, this is this bull, and, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, Snow White, I can understand that, especially since she's singing, One Day My Prince Will Come. Right. Get that. Cinderella is a person of somewhat noble birth. She was the daughter of a lord. Um, she has been hmm. a servant for, at this point, probably... 10, 11, 12 years at this point. Yeah. And she's still singing and she's still happy and she's still courteous to the people who are basically treating her like a slave. She's still courteous to them. And at no point in the movie do you get that she's waiting for something else. At no point do you do you get that? Do you get that she's saying, "Okay, well, when I when one day she when she went to the ball." But she went she went to the ball. Yes, but she didn't necessarily go to the ball to seek out a man she went to the ball because she wanted to be normal she wanted to be able to do what other people are doing she wanted to be able to actually be treated as someone who is a peer with her siblings instead of someone who is a servant at no point in this even when she meets the guy and she leaves she's not focused on him like what's going to go on am i ever going to get back with him she just had fun and she bounced <laughs> she you know what i mean she dipped hard right so i don't i don't view this as being a movie that teaches terrible values in fact i view this as being a movie that teaches great values that no matter what your situation is you are the one who's in control of what your attitude is hmm. i think that's fantastic in this movie wow i could see that look at papa terrence over i know here. boom 
Drop the mic. I'm done. I like it. Uh, it's so, on a mic stand. You're not even holding it. <laughs> I know. Illusion broken. So anyway, over, overall, I think this movie was fantastic. Um, okay. I think that the songs were, were great and memorable. Um, I think the scene with the fairy godmother is just extremely cute and a great turning point to the movie. I think um, um, it's it's just a, a fantastic movie, obviously for any age. Um, well, and Gus Gus and Gus Gus and uh, it's and like Jacques. the best character yeah. ever. Gus, I mean, to have, and that was the other thing is that it was cool because in the never seen it. You've never seen Cinderella. I mean, maybe once when I was young. I mean, we haven't seen what the black crystal or whatever you yeah. said. <laughs> the black crystal. The dark crystal. Sure. <laughs> that was close. And you judge us, but you've never seen Cinderella. Yeah. I don't understand what's wrong with that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so, so do you think it holds up it for holds, kids? It Come holds on, up. super fans. It holds up. I do have one, one more thing to say, though. It does hold up, but I think the reason why the movie holds up is because it... It's almost reminiscent of like a, a sitcom, like a like a Seinfeld or something like that. But the reason why I say that is because Jerry, I found the slipper. Jerry, <laughs> stop it. Who wears glass slippers? Oh, Jeremy's oh going to love it. It's cold. I hate this show. That is the deal. No, so Jeremy's going to like that part. But the reason why I say that is because you can see the sweat inside the glass slipper. Yeah, can you imagine the slipping? Petros. <laughs> The reason why um, I say that it's it's good and it's like that is because you have multiple stories going at the same time. So you have, instead of Snow White, where it's, it's all about Snow White, okay. you have the story going on between Lucifer the cat and the animals. You have the story going on between Cinderella and the stepsisters. Yeah, you have stepsisters against each other. You have Snow all White these stories going on. does kind of drag. It, it, it did drag in places because of that. And, and yeah. that's just... Stories, they're learning how to tell stories. Well, that's the thing. Right? I think with this one, they learn the art of storytelling. Yeah, and so it was, it was very good. Also, um, interesting fact: so Jock, uh, Jock, and Gus, the two main mice, were voiced by James McDonald, who was also the voice of Mickey Mouse for almost thirty years. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, so he can't get cool. away from rodents, I guess. But, <laughs> so yeah, but that's my review of the movie. I think it's fantastic. I think it holds up. You think I it holds have, up? You think kids are gonna? They would still. I think be they would still like it. I think I have your kids watch it? Sorry. Yes, Karen. they do, and they love it. Really, they yes. love this movie. Yeah. Good. Do you think that? How do I phrase this? Um, so there's the live action In version Latin, now. Do yeah. you think that that affects uh, how kids will like this classic? Like moving forward? Yes. Yeah. I'll give you a good example of this. Okay. Okay. We were talking about this guy earlier, Ralph Macchio, one of the greatest. <laughs> Ralph Macchiato. <laughs> Ralph Macchiato, one Delicious. of the greatest action heroes of our time. Um, <laughs> I currently have the three original Karate Kid movies on my iTunes because I, I love them. I think they're great. I introduced Jack to the original ones and he couldn't watch them he thought they were terrible but he loves the one with jaden smith oh. okay oh, boy. so i think that so now you know to never trust yeah. his opinion on, on anything, anything anything about anything ever about anything so um i think it's kind of the same thing where you're going to have people who will like this the newer newer ones because they like the people who or know the people who are in there or because of because it's more visual visually stimulating um, and I think that will sour people to this because it's it's a cartoon, it's a baby, thing. It's, but it's not. It's actually a really timeless story about overcoming adver- or even just dealing with adversity. Next time your kid goes, oh, I don't want to watch that, Dad. It's a baby thing. You go, well, you're a baby, so watch it. That's why I'm showing it to you and see what see what happens. And then he'll go, just, God, just you're right. Yeah, yeah. Just see what happens. Yeah. 
<laughs> As I reached into last week. And... <laughs> All right, Terrence. Good job, dude. Thank you. All right, let's talk some Destination D, guys. Let's talk a little bit about Star Wars Land. That's a terrible name, by the way. <laughs> what, what, Destination D? Destination D. Yeah, well, yeah it is. I thought it was like a travel bad. thing. Yeah, so a, a nice. travel thing or like call it Destination Disney. Yeah. I don't know how about that. But D, it sounds very mid-90s, like the cool well, uncle. Well, D23. From... Oh, I get it. I mean, uh, I understand it, mm-hmm. but I just think it sounds bad. Yeah. It, this was their first year, yeah? Uh, Destination D? I don't know that. I think it was. I think it was their premiere year. Okay. Uh, so, again, my favorite thing I found when doing research for this is that everyone still calls it Star Wars Land. Yeah. Literally nobody, nobody I ever saw called it Guardians of the Galaxy's Inc- Edge. Including the blog that we read. <laughs> uh, but, I don't know, I think it kind of tells you all you need to know about like where Disney's head is at in terms of understanding their audience. You go to World of Disney, you go to these things, and, and you look at the merch, and it's like, it just it seems like, yeah, it's kind of there, but it's not really what I want, uh, but I'll buy it anyway. And I don't know, to me, that's just like not calling it Star Wars Land, calling it something else entirely different right. than anything else they have. Um, I mean, except for Critter Country, anyway. Um, <clears throat> so they released teasers for the two rides they have in Star Wars Land uh, with the names, apparently. Smuggler's Run is the Millennium Falcon. Which I think that's a pretty good name. It's fine. I mean, Millennium Falcon, it gives it you fits an idea the lore. of what it is. Yeah. I don't know why, but it makes me think of pirates. Smuggler. Well, Smug- and I mean, that's run, what Han Solo rum. was. So. <laughs> pirates. All right. Smuggler. Run. Rum. Smuggler's rum. Pirates. pirates. <laughs> this is how my brain works. Wow. Um, and then the second one is called Rise of the Resistance. I like that name. Really? I do. Oh, I hate it so much. Oh, because, oh, because okay, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind the, it. The, I have a reason why I hate it. I because it. it doesn't give you any idea of what the ride is. No. Like... Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. You you get that it's that you're going to ride a train. Uh, oh, Star mountain. Tours. You get you're going on a tour of something. That's probably the stars. Space yeah. Mountain. We'll never know. We may never know. <laughs> it's a mountain in space. In space. Like, <laughs> exactly. You have at least an inclination of what this is. But honestly, Space Mountain isn't a, 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 a mountain <laughs> in space. space. You're on a rocket ship flying through space. It has nothing to do with mountains at all. <laughs> I know. I'm joking. Oh. Well, that's true, but <laughs> okay. Well, everything else—the tiki room. You're looking at tikis. The Jungle Cruise. It makes sense. You're cruising, cruising through the jungles. jungles. But, yes. Okay, Star Wars: Rise of the Resistance. What does anybody think this ride is going to be like? But is it a you're probably coaster? rising is up against a, a resistance. No, How? no, the no, resistance no. is rising. The resistance is rising. Oh, okay, yeah, they're sure. rising up. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, you, like what kind of ride is this? That's what I want to know. But they're doing these kind of flowery, epic. Things like you can't just call it Star Wars Land. It has to be Star Wars Land. No, Galaxy and that's Edge. fine. But like, well, it also fits in like, with the lore and everything. I yeah, know, I get that, and that that part's fine. Just get, tell me, give me an idea of what it is. Like Smuggler's Rum is <laughs> delicious. So, like you know, so that, rename it. Rena- rename okay. Smuggler's Rum. Well, I can't because I don't know what the ride is. You're that's in the, the Millennium Falcon and you're escaping Falcon's flight. Wait, so you're in the Millennium Falcon twice in both rides? No, 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 no. Smuggler's no, no. Run is the Millennium Falcon, yeah, which I, like I believe that one. They, they the code word was Big Bird. I think is what it was. It was um, Albatross. Something like that, yeah. Same thing. So go ahead, rename it. I don't want to rename that one. I want to rename this one. Rise of the Resistance? Yeah, that's the one I don't like. Rename Rise of the Resistance. I can't because I don't know what the ride is. That's my point. (laughs) 
Okay, well... I have no idea. Like, are you... Is it like a Toy Story thing where you're fighting each other? So let's is, put it this way. It's, 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 a, it's a ride about the Resistance coming to fight the Empire. Go ahead, rename it. No, I get that. <laughs> but I don't think I'm. I, I don't think I'm making my point clear. Like, what no. kind of ride is it? A roller yeah. coaster? Ah, is it a? I think it's okay. probably going to be like Star Tours. Like you're going to be sitting in a thing with the Johns. And I don't see a roller coaster being in this be land. Bouncing. No, there's no. There's so, no way. So I guess that's my thing. Is like I want to know from the name whether it's now or in three years when I actually go to this place. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, Star no, Tours, there's nothing. Yeah, you, don't you know. know you're going on a tour. But you, a don't, tour know the stars. you don't know what kind. See, if it it's a roller matter. coaster, but it matters with Rides of the Resistance. No, because you know that. I don't think she's saying that what you're t- that you know exact because Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yes, you know it's a railroad, but Star Tours, you know, way, you know the general concept of what you're going to experience. When was the last time you ever said, "Hey guys, let's get fast passes for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad"? I don't think I've ever said even the mountain part. It's right. just Big Thunder, right? Oh, I see what you're saying. Cause so, okay, okay, that's great. Say, so then what BTM. do you shorten this to? Resistance? Stupid. So the teasers <clears throat> were both shot apparently on the actual <laughs> ride. <laughs> I, I don't even know where that's going. I got I got a bail out. I apologize. The teasers. Mm, the teasers. The, watch the teaser. Google it. Look it up. Because the teasers, to me, like the smugglers want, the smugglers run one is basically just these hands flipping switches and pushing buttons and it's yeah. supposed to like jazz you up to ride the Millennium it's Falcon. It's nothing. What is it? It's I nothing. got chills. No, you did it because yeah, it did. was cold. They're That's why you, you looked over in the window was open. You're like, oh, I got to put a sweater broken. Um, it, it, to me, it was, it was super boring. It could have been a walkthrough. For all, all, I have no idea like what, <laughs> what am I supposed Star to be Wars. Yeah, what am I supposed to be watching right now? What's right. the point? What am I supposed to be watching? Watching. Um, and the Rise of Resistance, Marvel. you get a little feel for uh, you know what, what's going on. But you're like in the base, like on the Star Destroyer, I guess. But for me, all of that stuff was very, it seemed like, over-designed. Dude, if... They were trying too hard. No. And, uh, th- th- with, with the environment and, and how everything was lit. And there's a lot of stuff. And you're trying to look at it and it just seemed real weird. I love it. I love the fact that they have something where you're actually on the bridge of a Star Destroyer. Yeah. And, when, and spoiler alert, when at the end of it, all of the, the rebel ships come out of light speed right there. Yeah. I was like, yep, that looks amazing. It was cool. I, I yeah. agree. The video made me like it. The name did not. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Anyway, I, th- I think, uh, to Taryn's point, the trailers would be more impactful with uh, actual clues as to what the rides were. Instead, right. they're relying on setting being enough, and at this point, I don't think it really is. But maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe that's the point. Maybe I'm not getting it. I just, I just everybody wants to know. Um, the land itself looks super cool, though. Yeah, well, and also, like, with the trailer, g- give me a little bit of the ride. Give me a little bit. Give me a little bit more than flipping switches. I mean, right, come on. Right, are right, you right. serious? Uh, with Smuggler's Rum... Uh, apparently, uh, they release a little more information. There are three, uh, quote, unique and critical roles that you can be a part of in that ride. Okay. Okay, and all to the thing, which is kind of cool. And then in Rise of the Resistance, you'll be facing off at some point with Kylo Ren. Wow. So we're getting a little bit more information okay. about what these rides actually are, but still not a whole lot about what's going on. And I'm I'm fine with that. I guess if you're going to give me a trailer is what I mean. Give me a little bit more than flipping switches and putting button, pushing buttons. Like, I don't care. I've already seen all of that in right. every single Star Wars movie. Yeah. That's, I guess, what I what I don't like about, about when they try to do fluff like trailers like this, like when we complained about the Aladdin one. Like, I've already seen these shots. I, I just, it, I don't know. Just give me something more than what we've already seen. So... Th- 
if I remember correctly, these rides we we think might be closer to like the Harry Potter ride. Yeah, like no, because the pod thing. I, I think it'll move like that, but it but it's not like on a track. Okay. Right. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So, so do you think it's going to be like more like Star Tours? Yeah, like Star Tours. I, I think so. Which makes me really sad because I can't. I don't ride Star Tours because I get motion sickness and it makes me want to throw up every single time. So, I mean, I'm not really looking forward to going to Star Wars Land ever. But you'll do it. Well, I'll, you have to. I, mean, I will eventually, but <laughs> not for a while. I probably won't ride the rides. Oh, you have to do it at least once. Mm. Well, you know what? A lot of the rides that they have, um, like a handicap. Like section where you like Star Tours has not that, moving, yeah. Where you can, it's just you're watching the video of the thing. It's not even so the, you can do it's that. the 3D. Although it doesn't well, say that these are 3D, so they could be yeah, fine. I don't know how to help you with that. Apparently, the Play Disney app will be a big part of the Star Wars Land experience. Is that the app that we used mm-hmm. while we were there? Mm-hmm. That's called Play Disney. Okay, I think so. No, it's Disneyland app, but maybe the Play. I don't. No, actually, the Play is Disney play is, Disney is the, a separate thing. It, I thought the Play Disney was the thing where you can. You play games like it is. Okay. Yeah. Is that a different app? I don't know because I don't. Oh, different app. On my jitterbug phone, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) The one with the big buttons. Um, So you know, invest in spare batteries while you can. I guess while they're cheap, because you're going to be on your phone all the time. I don't know. I mean, it's natural. I think it's a natural thing. Like they really want to push the app, so go for it. It doesn't seem like it's going to be um, that you have to do it to take part in the thing, right? But it's an optional thing that's going to be a pretty big part of the story. So you know, what else are you going to do while you're waiting in line for the cantina? That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that's it about Star Wars Land. There's not again not a whole lot. Which also it seemed like for as big as the announcements were sounding and and how much like pomp that they put into the announcements, there really wasn't a whole lot. Right. That's true. It's kind of like fart. (laughs) There wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, In Walt Disney World news, uh, there's a new hotel, but I don't care about it. Wait, are you serious? We're we're glazing over that? That hotel looks dope. Let's talk about the hotel, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That thing looks amazing. Go ahead, Taryn. Tell me your real thoughts about it. It looks amazing. It's called the... I just wrote Star Wars Hotel. (laughs) Right here. Oh, not the Star Wars Hotel. The the new hotel in Walt Disney World. Oh, I did have a note for that. Oh, it looks like a dorm <laughs> with like a fancy drive-up. Uh, I didn't even talk about the the How Star Wars hotel. There's two Star Wars. There's two hotels: the Star Wars hotel and then the other one, the uh, I almost called it Ridgeway, the, uh, the Ridgeway Wasters Hotel, the Disney yeah. Riviera Resort. There we yeah. go. No, I didn't make any notes on that, and then I didn't even really make notes on the Star Wars hotel because it sounded like there wasn't anything new. We've talked. We've covered oh. the Star Wars hotel. With as much information, I think, as is out there. I did have a note. Right? So I have a little insider information. Oh, gosh. Because my company was um, was working with Amazon on a project, uh-huh. and our representative was working with Disney. Okay. So Amazon and Disney have some kind of partnership. And from what I read from this D- Destination D is that there's going to be these BB-8s in the room that okay. po- potentially are like an Alexa-type deal and i think that that my thought my guess is that you're going to be able to order room service through bb8 oh that'd be cool and i think and using like the alexa technology instead of calling an alexa called bb8 yeah and that's something that amazon has not done and they told us that we could not do at my company Mm -hmm. but we're not disney and I think that because uh, uh, Disney does have an, an Alexa machine that is shaped like Mickey Mouse, so they have a partnership. They I do? have, yeah, huh. 
I have a feeling cool. that 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 that's what this is going to be. I think you're going to be able to go BB-8. Can I get you know extra Four towels? Sodas. Yeah, that's nice. All yeah, right. that's my guess, and I think I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> no one's ever gone. That's my guess, and I think I'm wrong. <laughs> But, I mean, what information do you have on the hotels that we haven't covered? It's, it's just, all the same, right? Just a different picture of the room. Just a picture, yeah. But I think it's the same picture. Just the people are looking out the window now. Like, well, okay. nothing about it. Well, we were talking about beds. this earlier. Like, there's this this presents a lot of questions. Oh, yeah. So, the window's a screen? Yeah, the window's a screen. So, does that mean there's no window in the room? Well, I think so. And, but I don't know that. But when we went to, did we talk about going to Imagineering when we were there? Uh, the oh, last show? No, I don't think we did. So we went to Imagineering know. just to go to Mickey's of Glendale because we have a friend who... Anyway, and um, so we oh. we just went through... It got just, brighter in I the I literally just saw the light bulb come <laughs> on above Taryn's head. Um, we went through this this corridor in the buildings to get outside, and it was like... Uh, it looked like the monorail, like an inside of a monorail. And they had these super brilliant, super clear, like high-def HD 4K screens. That we're playing like animation of like you know like landscape going by or whatever. To be honest with you, I don't think we were supposed to be there, so we kind of just hustled through <laughs> it. But my thought is that that's what's going to be in the windows of Star Wars Land Hotel oh. is is the the screen and yeah. they look amazing. They are better than any TV you've ever seen. Any wow. TV, however, you've ever seen, I just got motion sick just thinking. However, about that. so that's what we were and talking about a- earlier. Hmm. So if if you're so here's another question. There's so many questions. If your hotel room doesn't have a window, mm-hmm. what does the outside of the building look like? And a how's peanut? that going to work with claustrophobia? Why is it a peanut? Because it's a shell. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, <laughs> my God. I got you, so, boo. Here. I have peanut allergies just from that <laughs> stupid joke. <laughs> oh. I want to go home. You are you home. Are oh, no. <laughs> That one and just also, came to like, me real fast, too. Yeah, it was well, pretty good. You should have ducked. <laughs> so these, these room, they show this giant king-size bed, yeah. but I don't understand it. Are there sleeping bags rolled up at the foot? <laughs> I didn't get that either. They're like little blankets, <laughs> like, probably, or just you, you, set dressing. I don't know. But that's what I, I don't know. I, I didn't think that there was enough information to really talk about it, because... Like I said, it's already been talked about. Based on the photo, though, I really want to stay there. Of course, it's going to be eight hundred dollars a night. Of but course. I really want to stay there. But you're gonna, you have a, more of a chance of staying there than you do going to Star Wars Land. Like it's there's, true. Just, there's gonna be, it's gonna be booked for years. Is right. that gonna be? That's Disney World. Yes, Disney World connected okay. to Star Wars Land. Got it. Yeah. Um, so in Epcot, there's going to be a new show. Uh, debuting in 2020, but I don't know what it's going to be called. I don't think that they released a name for it. Uh, but here's the description that the uh, Disney Parks uh, blog, excuse me, gives: uh, "Quote the new nighttime spectacular will celebrate how Disney music inspires people around the world, and will feature massive floating set pieces, custom-built LED panels, choreographed moving fountains, lights, pyrotechnics, and lasers." I'm sure visually it will be cool, but the theme is how Disney music uh, inspires, inspires people yeah. around the world. Well, you know, the, kind of strange. The, 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 I mean, that's kind of the theme now with Illuminations. I mean, it's kind of the same. So is it? this is the note I made. So, you know, Jeremy's like crying himself to sleep every night because oh, Illuminations yeah. is He going hugs away. his box wine and yeah, holds his run medals. Yeah, he's <laughs> run the stores out of boxed wine over this thing. <laughs> but I, based on, on that description... Mm-hmm. 
I think he's going to end up loving it. Oh my so gosh, too. totally. Because what I one thing that I read was like there's going to be like throwback music. Like Uh well that's that's the interim show. Oh, <laughs> hive mind species. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, imagine in the description you're I miss that too. You're, you're bragging about custom built LED. Pa- I, what, I, yeah, it I just know. seems really weird. It also seems like it's going to be um, uh, world of color. It does like seem that kind very of world of which I hope that they've cleaned up since right. then because World of Color breaks all the time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Still broken. It could be cool. It sounds like it's going to be very, very epic and I think it'll be great, of course, because Disney yeah. does really well with that. I just like jabbing a little bit at their descriptions because I think they try too hard with their descriptions. Right. And then it's like, Disney, how Disney music inspires people? Can, can you give me something else other than how Disney music inspires people? Right. Um, so there's that. And that opens in 2020. But in the meantime, there'll be a limited run of something called Epcot Forever. Quote, we'll begin with a spark of imagination that swells into an epic spectacle of fireworks, music, lighting, lasers, and special effects kites. Yeah, I I noted that. What did that mean? Could that be like the drone thing? Maybe. Hmm. I think this will be awesome. Uh, So that will feature classic Epcot tunes. So that will definitely... Uh, drain Jeremy's box wine. That will that'll get him going. Um, and that's I think all anybody really wants out of these nighttime shows. They want nostalgia. As human beings, yeah. we love nostalgia. So I, I I think, in my opinion, means nothing. Um, they're doing a disservice by giving people what they really want and then taking it away for something that pats themselves on the back as look at how we inspire people. Yeah, I agree. I, I to me that should be reversed. Like. This is Epcot kind of survives on nostalgia, I think. Mm-hmm. People go there for Spaceship Earth. People go there for, you know, Mission to Mars with Gary Sinus. Um, oh, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> they don't want, they don't want, I don't know. I, I feel like people don't want that. Well, that's true. And also, like, it would make Disney as a company their job so much easier if they would just accept this because the work's already done. Yeah. Work's already done, dude. Come on, let's go already. Um, speaking of the work already being done, I don't know. The France Pavilion at Epcot will see a Ratatouille ride. We, they've announced that a little bit, but not much. I, Go ahead. I didn't realize when when they had announced it, and I think we talked about it before that it's an e-ticket ride. Like that sounds kind of major. Oh yeah, it's a it's a whole thing, man. Because I, I don't thought, think the France Pavilion really has much. Well, but it's not that. I mean, is it big enough for like an e-ticket ride? It seems it must be. That struck me as kind of weird. Yeah, uh, the ride's called Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Love it. He's going on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, but it, I mean, it sounds but like it, it needs... is it a roller coaster? It sounds like it, I put it in my notes. It sounds like it needs more pepper already, which is a layered... Oh. Uh, it just sounds really bland. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Can, I don't know. Can you imagine, like, Sully's Monsters, Inc. Adventure? It. I think it's supposed to be pretty much like the one that they already have... Um, in France? In France, where it's a trackless ride. Uh, so it's a trackless ride, oh, and you're good. basically those always end up doing. <laughs> so it's a, tra- it's a trackless ride, and you're basically and a- in the role of Remy going through the kitchen. So you're going underneath the oh, that's underneath cute. the ovens and everything like that. I think that's supposed to be. Do you think that's an e-ticket? Uh, no, I wouldn't say like compared against other stuff, but maybe because hmm. of where it is, it would be e-ticket. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right, skeptical Taryn is skeptical. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, it's no Luigi's dancing automobiles. <laughs> we went on that last oh time we were gosh. there. Yeah. Jack was like, this is terrible. <laughs> Frank, and Frankie, my three-year-old, didn't even like it. Wow. <laughs> when like, we were there, I, was, I asked him, I was like, hey, you want to go? And he, I didn't even have to finish. He was like... I was like, hey, you want to? He was, no. <laughs> I was like, you don't know what I'm going to say. We're not going on those stupid cars. <laughs> We're not going on those stupid cars, Bev. <laughs> uh, the area of France Pavilion will also see a new Beauty and the Beast sing-along show. Oh, that's kind of like all the that. information. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. It's based yeah. on live action. I think it has like the art director and the, the director of the live action doing the... That's good. So it's cool. going to be good. Yeah. Good songs in that movie, too. Yeah, yeah. that you want to sing along to. That's, yeah. good. that's a good idea. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios is getting a new nighttime show called The Wonderful World of Animation. The show will use state-of-the-art projection technology to take guests on a magical journey through more than 90 years of Disney animation, all beginning with Mickey himself. That's from the uh, Disney Parks blog. From the looks of it, it's going to be like World of Color also, I yep. guess. A lot of projection and whatever. <clears throat> so that's cool. If you're a Disney Hollywood Studios a person, that, that place needs a lot of love. That's yeah. where the great movie ride was kind of going, but Toy Story Land is there, Star Wars, the whole thing. So it's that, that place is all weird. Toy Storyland, that's new, right? Mm-hmm. Storyland? Yeah, it's brand yeah. new. Um, experience Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, and also at Disney's Hollywood Studios, and coming soon to DCA, not soon, but you know, whatever. But yeah. um, we talked about that last year, I think, when it was announced, um, but here's the description. Imagineers have been hard at work creating Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway at uh, Hollywood Studios using breakthrough technology to transform a two-dimensional cartoon into an amazing real-world experience. The first-ever ride-through attraction themed to Mickey Mouse will feature a new original story and lovable theme song as it takes guests on a journey inside the wacky and unpredictable world of Disney Channel's Emmy Award-winning Mickey Mouse cartoon show. There you go. Again. Yeah. Not a whole well, lot. at least we know what it is. <laughs> right. Uh, from January 18th to September 30th, 2019... Mickey and Minnie's Surprise Celebration will feature new food, merchandise, and entertainment, including a new dance party with Mickey, Minnie, and their friends. And that's all happening at the Magic Kingdom Park. So, Is that a parade? Is that a... What is that? I think it's a parade, yeah. Okay. Mickey and Minnie's Surprise Celebration. Why is it, it a surprise like celebration? It sounds like a mad tea party to me. <laughs> yeah. But why is it a surprise? First of all, is it a surprise if it runs most of the year? Right. <laughs> Every day at 6 p.m. Uh, The festivities will continue at the Disneyland Resort with something called Get Your Ears On, which I was like, wait a minute. Keep your ears up. Get your ears on. Somebody's Mm. listening. I'm going to sue them. I'm kidding. Uh, Get Your Ears On, a Mickey and Minnie celebration, which apparently is different than Mickey and Minnie's surprise celebration. Oh, my gosh. Uh, It's weird. Uh, Which will feature new entertainment, food, and merchandise. On January 18th, Mickey's Mix Magic. Oh, will light up the night at Disneyland Park with all new music, projections, and lasers that set the scene for an epic dance party mm-hmm. that takes over almost the entire park. Okay, so that's so, the Mad Tea Party. Sorry, I yeah, confused the two. They're 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 bringing EDM electric dance music into the norm. Annoying. That's so terrible. <laughs> I know. Again, it's it's like we're the the early two thousands. Yeah. Is Eisenhower back? The party will get even bigger <laughs> when the fan favorite Oof. Mickey's Sensational Parade returns in January 2019, featuring a new float with Mickey himself, who will lead the celebration down the main street. So there you go, uh, you Mickey Sensational people. 
That's what's happening. Uh, and that's all I had that I think was really noteworthy from Destination D. They did show a picture, and maybe we'd seen this before, but of the the new Disney Skyliner, one of the vehicles. Yes, right. And and some people thought it was so cool looking. I thought it looked so cheesy. I think it looks. Ugly. I think it looks cool. And I have some. I have a, a news article for mm-hmm. it. But uh, the only reason I wanted to talk about it was because people were like, "Well, is it going to have air conditioning? Because oh. it's in Florida, and you're in a box. Mm. Yeah. And that sucks. And the answer is no. It's going to have something called passive. Air, uh, what is it? Passive, not passive air conditioning, but like passive ventilation, which is a window. They're going to have windows, <laughs> but they call it passive ventilation. Like what? <laughs> What's going on? Is that on? what these little slats are? It's a little slat. Little... You can pop those little slats. You're going to bake in that thing, dude. Sorry. Yeah, that's Sorry. bad. It's going to happen. But also, how can you air condition it? They have to enclose it because people were throwing stuff over the side. Right. So you can't do that anymore. Because people suck. Because people kind of are uh, are crazy. You guys want to do some uh, Disney? news yes yeah All sure right. let's do some disney news here i don't have the song do i have the song don't worry guys i'll cut this out <laughs> i have some feedback as well i was oh, here for. I forgot about that all right we'll do feedback later remind me though okay okay here we go March in the past, present, and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the Ears Up Disney News. The Ears Up Disney News. God bless Radio Answer, man. <laughs> Let's talk the Lion King trailer, bros. <laughs> Did y'all see that? Bull crap. This is why I'll get into what? it in a minute. No, 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 no. Here I'll- we go. The Lion King teaser trailer broke a record. For Disney, it was viewed nearly 225 million times oh within 24 hours. That's crazy. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, and then it, of course, sparked a debate, which I didn't even really catch on, um, that you can, can you call that live action? It's not. It's not live and action? That's my, it is uh, not. Yeah, I agree. It's not. I want to see I want to see Simba. I, like, I want to see um, Donald Glover and Beyonce in like lion costumes for it to be live action because this is not live action this is all CGI they should have just called it what it is it's a reboot it's a remake right. it's 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 still animated right it's just animated differently and there's a lot of talk online uh you know film critics what for whatever that's even worth um that it's just it, it, it's actually worse than the original because there's no personality to the animations it's just real life it's realistic but that's not why people go to animations and go to movies in the first place it's like oh we're gonna see a baboon hold a lion cub and and it's really just playing on the nostalgia factor but as far as animation um the original is is superior in that regard exactly the the lion king this one is better quote-unquote because of technology because it looks more realistic but is that really well, are, is, Does that do anything for the story? It goes it, right back to what I said earlier. Sorry, it goes right back to what I said earlier with Cinderella is that so often people rely on the visual to carry the story instead of having the visual be something that's supplemental. And it's not. That is, This is, this is the problem with the storytelling of Disney lately is that they're all about the visual. I don't know. I think that this... Um, I don't well, we think just I, told you. You're wrong. Tara. I don't think I agree with whoever you said said that. Um, people people i don't think i agree with that because the the characters are they look more realistic there because they're 
created, they're animated as like more realistic. Mm-hmm. But they're still going to the storyline. I assume is still going to be the same. So you've, you're going to have Simba and Nala rolling around and kind of like having this friendship and then falling in love. You're going to have all of that still. So, yeah, but you've already seen it. So it's like almost shot for shot, kind of the same. So, I'm okay. But, I, but why? Because I'm excited to see it again new. I don't know. This is like the first time I've been excited about one of these um, quote okay. unquote live actions. Yeah. Okay. All right. But that, I mean, that is a good debate. It's a good question. Is it live action? It's not live no. action. Yeah. I, I think it'd be cool if they did like, um, you know, like Romeo and Juliet when they kind of rebooted Romeo and Juliet or uh-huh. made it more modern. But like Donald Glover just as a human being, like make it like with humans. I think nope. it gets a little dicey. <laughs> I don't know. I've actually never seen The Lion King all the way through. So, Are you kidding me? I'm a huge Disney fan. Do you guys not hear <laughs> the Homeward Bound podcast? Super, super fan. Yeah. You know what? Maybe you should go back to the park. You said Homeward Bound. Where you spend a lot of time. <laughs> I spend all my all my waking hours <laughs> driving back and forth. Jeez. <clears throat> Speaking of things that are gross, um, this is from uh, some dumb website. I don't want to advertise for it because it's written very poorly apparently um disney world in the magic kingdom in at new orleans themed restaurant called sasso gula float works and food factory that's the name of a thing sasso gula float works and food factory that's really for 15 dollars well 14.99 you can buy a beignet burger Um, is that just like a Monte Cristo on crack? It's well, it's uh, it's a burger uh, topped with cheese, bacon, jam, pickled onions, and pickles. Bacon jam's my jam, and is stuffed between two beignets as buns. It also comes with fries. (laughs) Thank God, and a side order of death. Right. Well, here's the photo. If you guys can can see it, I can't twist my. Well, maybe I can. That's gross. See it. That's nasty. Look at those fries. Are those the most unappealing, unattractive? They're almost like steak fries, but they look they look almost translucent. Like they also look undercooked. Right. That's what I mean. It looks it just looks kind of nasty. But yeah. a beignet burger. It that's looks like a Monte gross. Cristo. What y'all doing to me? Kind of. I want powdered sugar on my burger though. Know, like right? that doesn't make any sense. They're trying to, me. to do that like savory thing, but it's sweet savory, sweet savory. But it's not. I I don't know. God bless. Hey, hey if you go and you try the beignet burger. Please let me know how it is. Heather. <laughs> well, Disney I mean, world. Fly to right. Disney World. I kind yeah. of would try it. I would never try it. Maybe I would go in like if we were all going, I'd I would like bite. I would cut it in eighths yeah. and you know Yeah, I'd take a bite, but well, I yeah. wouldn't order it. No, I wouldn't no, order it. I, I mean either, no. Though. I wonder who thought that was a good idea. Maybe it sounds great for some people. I don't know. Whoever they are, I think they're really big. (laughs) Uh, This is from the Daily Mail. It says Disneyland Paris might double its visitor capacity and build a third theme park by 2030. Ooh. How do they plan on doing that? <laughs> I know, right? Just curious. <laughs> um, it was announced earlier this year that the French resort was to receive a $2 billion uh, investment. It will see an extension to the theme park featuring Marvel, Frozen, and Star Wars attractions. Oh. Is Frozen going to even be relevant in 2030? There's going to be a second one, so yeah. Yeah, but 2030? Well, That's true. 12 years from yeah, now. Yeah, that's a long time from now. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, and now the Telegraph has revealed that a consultation report for the development site has shown that its objective by 2030 is to double theme park visitor capacity by opening new attractions in the two existing parks and potentially building a third theme park. Crazy. 
So you Disneyland Paris fan? Uh, Disneyland Paris fans? Parents? Yeah. Um, watch out for that third theme park, dude. That'll be really interesting if that happens. Yeah. That's going to take a lot. Yeah. That's gonna but take if they ton. have $2 billion to work with. <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, this is pretty cool. Disney is launching a Star Wars YouTube channel for kids. And it's kicking it off with a new show called Star Wars Galaxy of Adventures. Mm. Which to me sounds like a much better land than, than Guardian's Edge. You're going to get it one of these days. What Maybe. is it? Galaxy Edge? Galaxy's Edge. They shouldn't have Galaxy and then Guardians of the Galaxy. Confusing. Uh, because then you have because you have dummies like me going guardians of the galaxy's edge <laughs> going to the edge of the guardians of the galaxy uh, a new star wars galaxy of adventures animated series is set to debut on november 30th on the star wars kids youtube channel disney and lucasfilm announced wednesday additional episodes featuring fan favorite characters will debut later in december and then on a weekly basis starting in 2019 the series of animated shorts is designed to introduce star wars to a new generation of young fans a trailer posted on Wednesday features Princess Leia, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, Chowbuka, R2-Datu, Sithrapio, and Obi-Wan Kanbi, Darth Vidar, and more. Uh, the first six shorts combine original dialogue, music, and what? You sound like, you sound like a spam email yeah, right now. Yeah, it really does. Please send me 10,000 blue blocks wrapped in brown paper. Uh, original dialogue, music, and sound effects with bold new animations and fun and educational add-ons designed to help older fans, parents, and other mentors to welcome the kids in their lives to explore the galaxy far, far away. What in the holy heck is going on in this YouTube channel? Do we need educational add-ons? Does everything have to be educational? No. Yes. Oh. Damn. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, I thought that was kind of cool. So check that out, you YouTube people. Uh, which story should I do? This is a good one. Dick Van Dyke paid Walt Disney for a second role in Mary Poppins. What? Aww. Yeah. But wait. Yeah. They made Dick Van Dyke pay? His role as a lovable chimney sweep with a questionable Cockney accent has entertained audiences watching Mary Poppins for years, but Dick Van Dyke has revealed he was so intent on playing a second part in the much-loved movie, he ended up paying Walt Disney for the privilege. Uh, he also he played Bert, uh, of course, but he also played Mr. Daways Sr. Yeah. Dawes? The, the Dawes? president of the bank. Yeah. yeah, but the role which saw him caked up uh, in makeup to appear much older didn't come easily, and the actor has revealed that he had to persuade Walt to give it to him, eventually offering money in return for the part. He said, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to go to Walt and ask him for the part. He wouldn't give it to me. I said, I'll do it for nothing. Actually, I had to give him four grand. I paid him wow. to do the part. Holy. But he says uh, he has no regrets, and he said he would do it again. Uh, I actually didn't know that that was Dick Van Dyke. Yeah? yeah, I really? Either. I don't know. Yeah. I've never seen it. Yeah. I'm oh my I'm gosh! I'm kidding. But I didn't. I was about to break that Stein over your head. Stein. 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 I'm very into proper pronunciation. <laughs> um, <clears throat> apparently, he uh, he received a uh, BAFTA, which is like a British Emmy, I guess, or whatever, for uh, excellency in television. 
And he apologized for his accent. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Addressing the oh, crowd, he said, I appreciate this opportunity to apologize to the members of BAFTA for inflicting on them the most atrocious Cockney accent in the history of cinema. He ain't oh, wrong. that's really cute. <laughs> I just, I think he's I adorable. Him. I know. I think him and Tom Hanks need to somehow combine DNA and have a child. And make a baby. <laughs> and have like an ultimate acting nice guy child. Oh. Yeah. And have Donald Glover raise it. Whoa. <laughs> That would be a weird... Because I think weird. Donald Glover's super nice. I think he comes off as like a nice dude. I think he's nice. Yeah. Speaking of nice, actually... Not speaking of nice. Let's go kind of mean and then we'll go, we'll go nice. We've <laughs> talked about this before when this company kind of launched, but apparently they're out. You can now rent a spaceship stroller for your next Walt Disney World trip. What? Parents who are looking to make their child's next visit to a Disney park. Here, look at this photo. I want uh, someone punched in the face for that. A trip they won't forget can now have their youngsters feel like they've stepped into a galaxy far, far away thanks to the new spaceship stroller. No. It draws inspiration from the Millennium Falcon. I almost said Millennial Falcon. Millennial Falcon. Probably. The Millennial Falcon cockpit with hexagonal windows and a panel complete with a spaceship-style steering wheel and a set of switches that makes you feel like you're in the trailer for the new Smuggler's Run. No, I'm kidding. Um, That kick off sound and lighting effects to make children feel like they're blasting off to another planet. There's sound effects. Um, The dumbest thing because ever you're not heard. at Disneyland already. Uh, like, well, I know, right? They all they're the people who do um, the uh, the buggy from Cinderella that looks like a pumpkin. You can rent that for your uh, spoiled geez. brat. I'm sorry, but if you I think that's kind of cute, but I would never do it. I hope it gets ganked. If you take that and you rent that, I hope someone steals it from you. I'm <laughs> sorry. Sure. Well, because especially especially the, the the Cinderella one. Like, look at this. It, it's so big and bulbous oh. and bulky. Like, why would you? I'm not oh, moving for you. If you're obnoxious. if you're pushing that, I am not moving for you. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's worse than the wagons. Dude, oh, the wagons. Oh, we, so we did wagons. not talk about that right? last time. How much? Okay, how for the Starship one? How much would you pay? For an eight-hour rental, I mean, how much would you pay? Because you're saying, but how much would you expect an eight-hour rental to cost? Like two hundred bucks, maybe. Um, eight-hour stroller rental. Well, I think when you rent, just throw a number out there. Well, uh, well, there are stroller rental companies, and they charge like twelve bucks a day. So I'm going to say, hmm. for a day, for eight hours, not even a day, right? Like, <laughs> it's probably high. So I'm going to say one hundred and fifty. I was going to say 150 $132. So there you go. Hey, look, it's a value for you two. No. Um, <laughs> it's stupid. Yeah. Uh, apparently, well, see, an eight-hour rental is priced at $132, while the spaceship surprise package, which what? is $241 for eight hours, includes delivery of the stroller to your resort, a red carpet rollout. Oh, my God. Themed music and escorted transportation via a Benzo. A Mercedes-Benz Sprinter van to the designated drop-off location near the entrance of your preferred Disney park. Yeah, you get dropped off near the entrance. (laughs) (laughs) This this whole thing is like the most bougie thing I can think of. Like the only people who are ever going to do this... Are like Jay Z and Beyonce are like rich yeah. elitists. Well, also it's for me. It's I mean, look if you have the money, whatever. I mean, you're going to Disney World for X number of days. You, you it doesn't matter, right? At that point, you spend a couple. I of hope that bucks. thing is the hardest to push ever. Well, like I hope it's well, the biggest pain in the ass. For me, I, th- I think it's more of just like you're in a tight space with a bunch of people. You have a stroller, which you 
people are already you you have to manage very very right. properly. There's there's a lot of a lot of strollers, and you're pushing this like basically beacon of like, hey, yeah. here's a stroller I'm walking through. It's bulky. Look at me, I'm rich. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I feel like it's it's too much, man. Too I much. don't know. You're doing know. too much. You're doing too much, kid. Okay, last uh, part of the news here, and then we'll go and take a break, and then we'll do the secret show later. Uh, Toy Story 4 graphic novel anthology announced by the company called Dark Horse, which I'm pretty excited about. Um, This week, Dark Horse Comics announced that the next chapter of its partnership with Pixar will consist of a graphic novel anthology focused on the characters in the world of Toy Story. The anthology novel will will serve as a companion... (laughs) Sorry, my my real alien voice came out for a second. I need to drink more blee blob juice to from my home home world. Um, the anthology novel will serve as a companion to Toy Story Four ahead of its release. Dark Horse is releasing its Toy Story Four anthology on May seventh, two thousand nineteen, and will retail for eleven dollars. Nice. So that's kind of cool. I yeah. like I like Toy Story getting a little bit of a, a comic book spin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think it's I think it's pretty cool. It's good stuff. Yeah. Cool. And if you if you get a chance, there's a trailer for uh, Toy Story four that's pretty good, honestly. And I kind of want to play it. Is it the one with uh, Key and Peele? Yeah. Yeah, it's bomb, dude. It's good, but it's a minute and a half, and I don't know if it's going to come across without. Just look. To it's, it's very look it's very visual, in my opinion. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, yeah Google uh, Toy Story 4 trailer. Here, I'll put it on the um, I'll put it on the Facebook page. All right. It's it's pretty good. I'm it's pretty hilarious. excited about uh I'm pretty good. I guess I should probably watch Toy Story 2 and 3. Oh. Toy Story 2 was cool. Toy Story 3 was dope. Toy, Toy Story, Story 3 was real good. It was amazing. Yeah, because I've the heard that. the uh the Ken doll in Toy Story 3 <laughs> amazing. we just called Schumann. <laughs> The entire time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> anyway, oh, it's a very inside gosh. joke. I apologize for people uh, listening who go, who the... Who, what's going what's, on? What's a Schumann? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody really exactly. knows. No Good question. Knows. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, Tom Hanks, who played Woody in every Toy Story film to date, has said the final scenes of the movie were so emotional Aww. that he couldn't, uh, he couldn't fast the crew... When recording them, I don't know, face the crew, I think is probably what it says. Uh, quote, it was the first time that we were going to be recording the end of the movie, and Toy Story 4 is going to have an impactful ending, Hank said. The way you record Toy Story, you're in a room with the team that has created it. When I went in for my last day of recording, I wanted to have my back to them, because usually you're facing him so he can look right up at you and you can talk about it. Aww. He is such a nice person. I think he's like a nice, I think he should be a nice he's a guy. nice man. And I read a thing, and I th- it might be a rumor, I don't know. Uh, they're doing a live action Pinocchio. I read that Tom Hanks would be playing Geppetto. I think that might be a rumor, Aww. but I would be super into it. It depends on his German mm. accent. I don't know. True. Uh, that's it. Feedback. We're done. Oh, feedback. See, thank you, Taryn. You're Go welcome. ahead, Taryn. Let's do some feedback if you if you can if you're ready. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I am ready, and uh, oh, there's a good one today. Uh, this one is from Doug. He says, "Hey all, hi Bev. Hey." <laughs> oh, you really are switching it up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> oh, I'm going to use that. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> uh, just wanted to drop a, just wanted to drop a line and say what a great show this is. Yeah. I started listening a few months ago in preparation for a family trip to the parks in early October. 
we'd been to Disneyland several times before, but we always seemed to be doing the exact same things every time. So I thought I'd look around for a podcast to give me some fresh ideas to try. Your podcast was the first I tried because, well, basically because it was the only one I could listen to through my employer's firewall. <laughs> but it worked out great, and I started to listen. That's us, based in Russia. We will get through your employee fire, your, your uh, employee firewall. So for the first few minutes, I was sort of annoyed by all the banter, thinking, let's get to the topic already. Yeah, but <laughs> same, to be honest with you. But a couple more minutes in, and I was hooked. I listened to many episodes before the trip, and it was it was a great help. Plus, I was able to become a, the Disneyland version of Cliff Clavin for a couple of days by regaling the family with all kinds of facts and historical tidbits <laughs> that I learned from the podcast. Hell yeah, let's go. <laughs> all while they collectively rolled their eyes. Mm. So thank you. You're welcome. Nice. It I'm now sleeping on the couch <laughs> at my brother's house. And I can never go to Disneyland again. <laughs> right. Uh, it made an already fun trip that much more fun, interesting, and stress-free. The show is fantastic. All of the personalities work so great together, and right. the sincerity and passion for the parks really comes through. I love the honest opinions, and I don't agree with everything, of course. Like... All the absurd dissing of uh, Star Wars, Marvel, and Dole Whip. <laughs> Honestly, I don't want you to agree with everything. Yeah. I don't I don't want people to agree with everything that we say. I think that would be yeah. super, super boring. You don't have to totally. worry about that. Yeah. Well, he says, but it's okay. <laughs> I don't even agree. He says, but it's okay if, if you guys are just flat out wrong sometimes. That's true. It's all good. That's true. You're absolutely right. <laughs> uh, I've been listening from our... Uh, I've been listening. Uh, I've been back from our trip. Uh, you're right, you're for, right. I know. Jeez. Remix. <laughs> I literally just made up a whole sentence. Um, I've been back from our trip for almost two months now with no Disney trips on the horizon. And I'm still listening and now enjoying the secret show as well. Oh, Keep that a boy. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. Keep up the great work, Yay. Doug. You can find it for free on torrent sites across. <laughs> <Shut> the. <up. laughs> P.S. Despite listening to the podcast before the trip, I managed to miss out on eating a churro. Bro. And I've still never had one at Disneyland. Are you kidding me? I have shame. Cone of shame. Shame. Yeah. Churro cone shame. of shame. Shame. Yeah, I will throw my <laughs> Um Dude, churros are the, are the greatest treat under $5. Yeah. Soon to probably be over. Barely. Yeah. Nah, dude. They're five twenty five now. No. Yes. $4.75. Yeah, no. no we, really? We bought no. them the week before. You were there and they were four seventy five. It was five twenty five when I went because they have the special ones. And so, if you well, want to get the special ones, the, dude, you were the one asking me to get the special ones, dude. Oh, yeah, but you said you weren't going to do it. No, I actually tried one. I tried the red. There was one like red and green by um, Haunted Mansion. Yeah. Uh, I tried the red one, and it just tasted like red. What was it supposed to taste like? It I don't know. Like red. It red tastes like number four. red. Isn't it just like sprinkles. It's just, just sprinkles of sugar. red, like sprinkles of red and green. And then my um, niece tried one that was like. Um, had crumbled Oreos on it, and oh, that was terrible that as was well. That was kind of good. No, that was terrible Oreos as well. Oh, no. Well, you're not I wrong. hate Oreos. <gasps> Shame. No. Shame. You and Shame. The, the guy who sent the feedback Shame. should hang out. Doug? Yeah. I got you, Doug. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dig Doug? I dig Doug. I Best game, game ever, dude. I love dig Doug. Uh, is that oh it for gosh. feedback, turn? That's all. All right. All right, well, we're out of here, everybody. Thank you uh, very much for tuning into the show. Thank you to GetawayToday.com for sponsoring today's episode. Whether you're traveling to Disneyland, Disney World, or beyond, head over to GetawayToday.com slash up. Definitely get you the best prices on tickets and hotel rooms, even beyond Disneyland. So don't worry about it. It'll be great. Uh, our next show is um, in a couple weeks, I think, yeah. in December. And then after that is... No, we have no more in December. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm December thinking 13th. it's already... I am so broken. <laughs> gotcha. 
I don't even our next show is. is December 13th. December proper. 13th. So our next show is with Garner Holt. Yes, it is. God, I'm already oh, nervous boy. about it. It's gonna be bomb, dude. I'm already nervous about it. I can't. I can't wait. That's. Can't wait to talk to Holt with a name like that. With a name like, well, Garner. Garner Holt. Garner Holt. That's a strong name. Oh my God! All right, babe. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, everybody, for <laughs> listening to on. this show. And uh, unless you're Bev, keep your ears up <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs>